to Youthful Lunchel. It's exciting to be here today. We have another exciting podcast to share with each one of you today. Just want to say thank you for joining our podcast today and thank you for checking us out. We are excited about our next topic today. Our topic will be on abandonment and also not only just the physical idea of abandonment, but spiritual understanding of spiritual abandonment and what's happening with young people's lives because of abandonment. So we're actually involved with uh, many different young people as we talk to them during the ministry time that we have, and we hear this issue coming up. Uh, Some make it real clear, I have an abandonment issue. Mm -hmm. Some are more... uh, Hiding it, they don't understand why they have different effects in their life. Their lives are affected spiritually, they're affected physically, they're they're angry. We're coming across a lot of angry young people for unknown reasons. They're angry for unknown reasons, and we don't know exactly why. And you know what? The Lord Jesus has promised us, I will never leave thee. But people leave us all the time, Scott. People hurt us all the time. And we, we experience people leaving us. Now, the word leave may conjure up like someone walking away, but, you know, leaving us with hurt. Mm. So they hurt us. Uh, be without faith isn't, it is impossible to mm-hmm. please him, like yeah. you just said. Yeah. But it's a, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of them mm. that diligently seek him. Chapter and verses. Hebrews 11, 6, right? So I felt like that was an example of telling that people are always going to hurt it. You know what? There's somebody there always for us, which is God. So, um, and y'all, you guys know that. And me and Tony have been talking about this all week. Many different ways. Yeah. So that's the first one we're going to address. Yeah. Second one uh-huh. is parents mm-hmm. um, are banging children, but yeah. spouses are banging each other. Mm-hmm. Mother and father. And, and husband is leaving wife. And, right. Mm-hmm. Or wife leaving husband. Yeah. So that's very serious. That's the second serious area of abandonment. Third mm-hmm. abandonment is people have given their lives to work. Yeah. And this thing about work, you know, some some people get very passionate about it. And it's their life. Yes. And one day they find out that they're fired. Mm. It hits them blindsided. They're like, I I gave my life, I gave my heart, I gave everything. How could I get fired? Yeah. I'm the last person that needs to be fired. And then the fourth area, we'll come back all four mm-hmm. areas. And then the fourth area is, there's a lot of like relationships, like girlfriends. <laughs> and the boyfriends are leaving the girl, I'm leaving you. Mm-hmm. I, I crush them. Yeah. And vice versa. You know, a boyfriend finds out his girlfriend's leaving him. It, it, it kills him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a, a mature person needs to experience that. But uh, when you're immature in your adolescence and you have that, man, it, it makes you go crazy. It, can act, it causes suicide sometimes. Right. So let's go back. Children are experiencing abandonment. Yeah. Well, like even for me, I'm I'm an example of that. I you know I I, I never knew my dad. You know I grew up um, never knew my dad. I never even knew his name until I was pretty much in the seventh grade. 
So, you know, and from that, you know, I was, was very angry growing up, you know, um, always in fights, you know, always have a chip on my shoulder. And, um, and at the time, I never realized that, you know, because sometimes we go through this um, and you don't know while you're grown, you know, you, 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 just, you just think you're okay. But then when you get into these uh, lessons and, and um, start figuring out that, you know, you feel like it was abandoned mm -hmm. at a young age, you know, um, it can take a toll on you. So, I'm, you know, I, I was a prime example of, you know. So, when I was five years old, my father left, right? And so mm -hmm. there was a big commotion with my family and my father left. And then after he left, um, you know, life kind of just went on a little bit normal. Mm -hmm. But I was so deficient mm -hmm. in every area of my life. And nobody could take time to it, fill in the deficiencies. Right. It was just like get something to eat, go to bed, you know, wake up and go through some motion. Yeah, let's go to the motion of the day. And and I was so young, I just thought, well, that's what that's what life's all about. You right. know, I never knew something was different. There you go. You're right. And then as I became a teenager, all of a sudden these deficiencies started coming out of my life, and and I was uh, I, I was strange. You know, I was to the point my hygiene was strange. And I went to the dentist chair when I was 13 years old, first time in like my life. And I had like, you know, you know, 15 cavities, I had to have mm -hmm. a tooth pulled, had to have a cap, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah. And I started fearing the dentist, you know, because I had so much work that needed to be done. And uh, because I didn't have instruction for proper hygiene. Right. Didn't take a shower every day. Didn't. I had clean clothes. I had one pair of jeans, and I had all patches. I had like Woodstock patch, Peace symbol patch, American flag patch, you know. And I, I just, I was a, a, a product of the late '60s, and I was crazy. You got it. And and, um, and, the, and I noticed the students were laughing at me mm. because I had one shirt. It was a Confederate flag. Mm. And, and I wore this Confederate flag in this one pair of pants for like four months straight every day. And the school started taking notice, you know. Yeah. People like, there's something different about it. No instruction from proper people mm -hmm. because they abandoned me. Mm -hmm. And then the kids left to go through all these different issues. Mm -hmm. You know, mom and dad are home getting a nice pair of clothes teaching the kid to brush your teeth, get cleaned up, and don't hang out with the wrong person. None of that for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we see a day-to-day life of that. It happened, it happened all the time. I mean, you, you work in Angus, and you see some of those kids. Well, I, when God yeah. saved me, yeah. I knew who I needed to go to. Yeah, yeah. Young so. people that were abandoned. Yeah. Not, not on, like we said, not only in those areas. It's all, even in the suburbs, kids get abandoned. You don't even know that. But you guys already tell your life story. You know, for me, I, I already shared it from the beginning. It happened to all of us. That's why we're here today talking about this. So people out there can realize, hey, this stuff is real. So when I was like in seventh grade, right? And I was, uh, I, I, I was held back one year. So my favorite grade in school was second because I did two years in second. Wow. And uh, so I really enjoyed second grade a lot. Yeah. So when I was in seventh grade, or uh, 
school. Yeah, seventh grade. I was I was like fourteen, and I had this one pair of pants, one one shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Hair was greasy, it was all get out, and I started breaking out in acne. And I noticed walking down the hallway, the girls were laughing at me pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought, you know, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. A lot of kids who were banging don't even know mm-hmm. the problems. And so, you know, I went home and I, I had a little job, you know, delivering papers yeah. and stuff like that. So I went home and I, I walked up to the mall. It's like a two-mile walk one way. So I got to buy myself a pair of pants. So I go in the, I go in the Gap, mm-hmm. Springfield Mall, and I buy myself corduroys. Yeah. That's going to be cool, right? Straight line. Yeah. So I get a brown pair of corduroys, right? And I get banana yellow. Corduroy. You had no instructions. 1974. 14 years old. Wow. Banana yellow. So I come walking out of my house at the bus stop 8 o'clock that morning. The next day. Yeah, you're cool. And I think I'm going to be cool. Man, the kids start laughing. They they are 50 yards away. They see me. They can't. Dude, I am bright lights, and I get about 30 yards from them, and I just realized they are laughing at me. You don't have any friends that will tell you And I, I started real. I was like, I can't go to, I can't go to school with these pants on. I'm going to be crucified that way. I just turned around, walked home, mm. took those pants, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know yeah, what to do but, with those pants, so I threw them away. Uh, I was like... I can't take them back. I, I bought them. I threw them away. And, and, and it's like, I'm trying to fix myself. So it's like, you know what? I got I to gotta, I gotta go and get some shampoo and clean my hair. right? So I washed my hair, but my hair was so long, you know, because I, I never got a proper haircut. And next thing you know, my hair is just crazy looking. And, but that's the way I walked around. You know, I walked around with crazy hair, long, crazy hair, not brushed. And okay. I was just like... I was a right target for those who wanted to give me drugs. Because they knew I was crazy. Yes. What do you think about that comment? He had no direction. No, he had nobody. He had no help. Yeah, but time, but, right? Yeah, but, but that's the bad part where we're going to face abandonment from, you know, even, even when it comes to parents. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, um, like you said, maybe husband and wife or sometimes they feel like a father left or a mother left. You know, leave her home, leave the mother, leave the child with the dad, or the dad leave the child with the with the father, and um, and for that, there's a lot of time kids are kids are so hurt. You know what I mean? But yeah. but there is a uh, the Psalms 27 and verse and verse 10. That give us the answer for that. You know, powerful verse. You know, it said, you know, when my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Mm. You know what I mean? So even if you know, your dad wasn't in your life or your mother wasn't in your life. It's not the end of the world. You know, it's not the end of the world. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's a very hurtful thing. It's very painful and it's very hurtful, but there's always hope. But you because, can... because the Bible tells you, God himself said, if they, if they forsake you, I will take you. And you see, but I didn't have the spiritual input in my lifetime. Right, yes. And you, you walk around today, you see young adults, 18 to 30. They got, like, bleached black hair. They want to mm. put white on. They got black clothes. Got Maybe it. a girl, short black shorts, and black army boots. 
Maybe you got pins stuck all over their face. Maybe they got purple everywhere in their hair. And you, and you say to yourself, why would a person do that to themselves? Because I believe when they experienced the emotional abandonment, they were looked upon, they didn't have instruction in their life to help them, and then they were looked on by their peers as different. Mm -hmm. And they didn't like that. So they responded what, oh, you think I'm different? Let me show you what different looks like. Mm -hmm. And then they embrace what different looks like mm -hmm. to give them a Security. position of saying, if you're going to mock me, you're going to fear me. And I'm going to, I'm going to look like this. Mm -hmm. And they respond in a angry and a negative way. You know, they were once, a, how, how do you, I was a nice little kid. How did they get to that point? They were emotionally hurt by forsaking in their life, amongst other things. Mm. Children are, are hugely abandoned today. How about in the inner city? I mean, look, everywhere is abandonment. Yeah. But where you have poor populations living in a higher amount of populated area, mm -hmm. then you're going to see a bigger increase of that problem. See, let me add, on, let me add to that. Um, I, I, I had enjoyed that spearing boat. That, that was a great thing for me. You know, my, my dad worked very hard. My mom and dad worked very hard. And I, I live in the suburbs, you know, not, you know. But on the weekend when they had to go to work, they had to take us to our own house. You know, somebody watch us. So that was the end of it. So I, I had spearing boat. And I think that the, the, the thing you were talking about, those kids that are in the inner city, or those, they don't have positive environment around them, right? And what happened, if you live in a negative environment, that negative is gonna come up, right? Mm -hmm. So I think those kids deal with that because there's no structure, there's no leadership, there's no, by telling them, you know, there's more to life than, you know, drug, violence, guns, and all that. So I think for me, it was good for me to experience that too as well. You know, when I go to my end, I was like, whoa, it's different. I have five-year-old kids you know, just walking down the street, right, with no parents. Or with just grandma. And grandma had to go to work and leave them in the house. Sure. So those things you see in our society today, why? Because... Um, I'm, I'm gonna say this, Tony. You can take it, take it away. Family is not important today. Well, if you have another thought you want to bring back on children abandonment, let's go to the parents. Huge problem today. Divorce is happening mm -hmm. in, in families. The conservative statistics of the divorce, according to Barnum Research, is fifty percent. Went up that much? It's at fifty percent. It's minimal. Whoa. It's minimal fifty percent. That's hot. And then amongst Christian families, divorce is 50%. Mm. So, 9 out of 10 people are going to get married. Whoa. And 5 out of 10 are going to get divorced. Mm. Now, when a mother, a, a wife loves her husband and her husband breaks her heart, cheats on her, mm -hmm. commits adultery, and leaves her, mm -hmm. when you hurt a woman, a woman responds in ways 
more deeper than a man would respond. Mm-hmm. Here's, the big, here's the big thing about women. Mm-hmm. You see women, how do they become you know, that evil? And you can list the ways of evilness. Mm-hmm. Prostitution, um, drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a there's a famous show at Why Women Kill on um, uh, HBO or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, women when they get angry, don't ever mess with that. Mm-hmm. A guy can get angry, take his issue out, and, and then you know after that fight or whatever, he he walks it off. He's done. Woman, she plots and plans, yeah. and Drag it. and what happens is the sin or the concept of revenge mm-hmm. happens in a woman's life, and when a woman takes on the concepts of revenge, it affects everything in her life, and there is nobody that can be right, yeah. and a woman will tear apart a person, a man, another man, for hurting her with that. Mm-hmm. In great sin. I mean, I've been reading articles in national news and international mm-hmm. news about women. I just read this article last week. This woman, her husband cheated on her. When she went home, she found out. She went home and boiled a pot of water and put sugar to get sappy. To get sappy. Mm. She went over to this guy's place where her husband was at, walked in, he was laying on the bed, took that pot of water, and, and with the sap, and poured it on him. Mm. And you know what happens Ooh. when that sugar sap gets on you? Mm. That's at 40 degrees? You, it's like boiling water falling on your skin, and you can't get it off. Mm-hmm. So you're burning for it. <laughs> so now it's burning, right? And, and she left him to die. And... People heard heard him screaming. They called the ambulance. They took him to the hospital. Three days later, he was dead. And they asked him, "Why? Why'd you do that?" He said, "He cheated on me. He left me. You hurt a woman, and you do it wrong. And do they will attack in ways that you cannot believe. That story you can multiply over all around the world." Yeah. Revenge comes from abandonment. Mm-hmm. And abandonment is the root. It comes out in the mm-hmm. life. It bears, it bears fruit. Yeah. But women, <laughs> I mean, if you look at a historical women, they go through more than we do. Um, you know, physically, especially when they have kids. Um, I already know that <laughs> because, you know, it's a mechanical battle changes and stuff like that but we all go through abandonment but for a woman it's it's so hard a lot of the kids a lot of the people the single homes it's moms yeah well this is an issue of fathers leaving that's what I'm saying their integrity is not right um it's easy for fathers to leave a, a clear vision and conscience of of um you know, faithfulness mm-hmm. and accountability. Mm-hmm. And they lose their vision of responsibility. And they replace responsibility, accountability, and this vision of, of faithfulness. Faithfulness, accountability, responsibility. They re- it teaches them, you know, partying, getting high, drugs. To a, a, a person like you and I, if we went out and got high, 
that would be like a bad experience that we went out and did to a person in your city living on getting high. That's like, like a lifestyle. That's a, at, they're waking up today. That's where I got to go for eight o'clock this morning. That's like breakfast. Mm -hmm. It's different for it's you different. and I. Yeah. And, and when you when their life becomes filled with that and damaged with that, how can they commit to faithfulness, responsibility, accountability? They're uh, broken. Yeah. I, well, you and the natural response is, is mean, for the father to leave. Yeah. This, this is this is podcast for all people. You got to look at the other side of the spectrum. You know, Tony said, "Ladies are her mom." We're talking about mothers, right? Um, father can be heard too, but it leads to that's only to support. You know, I have a lot of friends, Tony, that got married in college, that got divorced. Mm. Almost all, some, most of them, and I'm shocked. These people, you would never think about them splitting up after they had kids, right? And I'm like, whoa, they were so lovey dovey, and they were so. But security, remember, one of them, they were just looking for that security like you talked about earlier. Oh, this guy loved me. Nobody else loved me in my family. You know, he take, he's taking me in. It's unbelievable. But mothers go through a whole lot because I'm going to tell you this. Give me a, look it up right now. Give me a stats that says when, when a parent leave a home, is it more woman or a man? It's always a man. Most more more likely, most likely, most yeah, likely, not likely it's the man. Yeah, not, not always. always. Most likely, but the most man. likely. You know why? Yeah. Because mother, I mean, God just give them that extra like loving. You yeah, know, but if a woman gets you know, like Doctor Rizzo said, you know, depends on you know and, and what kind of pressure. Sometimes you know a, a, a man in a in a in a in a in a poor situation, man, you know, will walk away. That doesn't make it right, you know. But I tell you, um, you know, it's, you know. But but we, you know, we have to always remember, though, man. You know, I mean, we have also siblings, right? Yes, we have siblings that will forsake our, you know, abundant, you know, your brother or a sister, and you feel like you you have an attachment, and then that person, you know, maybe maybe even somebody get married, move away to a different city. You know, so so that's not our bad. Can, can I? Can I? What, before this, you this sibling thing. Before we get to the sibling, can I just add this in? Yeah. You got this on the note you sent me, and yeah. I, I, I look at this quote, and I, when I was looking over your notes, Tony, and it rather touched me. I'm I'm out of. Open up to everybody here. It says, "Though my life is hard and I face tough issue, my God would never abandon abandon me." Mm-hmm. Tony, I took that quote because you know I've been through this month. I've been like, you might just take July and just toss it in the trash. Mm. That's how I felt. I don't, when I'm hurt, I don't go around telling everybody, telling people closest around me, you know what I mean? Until mm -hmm. I took But when I read that quote, when I'm going through yesterday, when I went through that, it said, my life is hard and I face tough issues, but God would never abandon me. So yeah. that's what we have to remember, and everybody have to remember that humans are gonna hurt you, man. So when young people, so when families have abandonment with their siblings, yeah. I have found you've been 
brothers and sisters all your life, and big splits happen in families mm-hmm. when it comes time to divide the inheritance. Oh, that's a big fight. Oh, I love oh, this one. Yeah. This one's huge. It breaks up the family, the mm-hmm. whole, from A to Z. Not to the last little kid. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. I like this one. I don't need to bring in personal No, don't yes. bring it, but I want but you to. the bottom line. Yeah, I like Jesus this Jesus was confronted with the two men. He said, Jesus, and, and, and when he talked about the uh, the rich fool, I think it's in um, Luke 15. And he, before he gets into that story of the rich fool, mm. he was confronted by person who said, Jesus, Master, tell my brother to settle the inheritance with me. So the brother was holding the money. Hmm. And oftentimes, executors can do that. Mm-hmm. Legally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Jesus went right into the story of the rich fool who said, you know, I, I want to tell you about this story. And the guy said, I have plenty, I'm going to build houses, mm. and um, I have everything in my life. Colin was talking about this a few weeks ago. And he goes through all these different things. He had partying, fruit, I'm going to tear down my barns and build bigger, all these things. Mm. And Jesus, and at the end of that story, Jesus said, <laughs> Thou fool, life is required. thou knowest not that your soul is, is required. required of thee. This and day. This, that, and mm. you know, he had all the money. That's tough. Mm. And you know, the bottom line, what is the uh, bottom line? The bottom line is covetousness consumed that man's life, mm. that rich fool, to the point he didn't care about what, what happened to him after he died. Anybody and, else. Selfishness. He's trying to tell that guy, he says, Look, your brother has the money. There is the sin of covetousness. Don't get caught up with this sin. Get past that. Get past that. Sometimes you don't get the inheritance legally. But you can't let that covetousness destroy you. And families are ripped apart mm-hmm. because of these issues mm-hmm. that causes abandonment. And mm-hmm. covetousness is one of those issues that causes abandonment. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I've seen that in many families, and I've seen big estates, multi-million dollar estates, not given to their children. And you talk about anger and hate and explosive. Murder is on their mind. Unbelievable. And, and uh, so, siblings, what do you think about siblings? Um, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> that- that's always a big, a big, big thing when, um, you know, like you said, when debt come and uh, inheritance, you know, family split apart. Um, but also, you know, uh, sometimes, um, you know, and even, even if it's for a good thing, you know, getting married, moving on with your life, you know, the, the, the next person may think that you abandoned them, you know. So that also you know, is a, is a form of uh, abandonment and um, someone lives with that in their heart, you know, and carry that, you know, a, a long way and can change their mood, you know, or, or, or even their lifestyle, you know, by that hurt. 
you know, so. Um, All right, two more areas are they start working for these companies and there's someone with an agenda and they don't know it. And the next thing you know, you know, one, two, three years down the road, you know, they get, they get uh, you know, told to quit or retire mm -hmm. one or the other. But they can resign or get fired, one or the other. Yeah, and and that can set an abandonment too, and then they can they can break down and be like, oh, why should I go to the next one? This just this, and they have a yeah, huge distrust. Distrust. So when I was working for a company back in 1984, I was working for this company, and um, it wasn't uh, sales, but I had to raise support. Mm -hmm. And as I was raising support and collecting a big uh, treasure chest of money for my life to live off of, mm -hmm. um, you know, someone in the organization didn't feel like I, I was the right fit. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that. And I was working for these bosses, I had two bosses above me, and I was just very happy. Mm -hmm. But ultimately came down, you know, three years in, ultimately came down, I was told, either um, quit, you either resign, that was the nice way, mm -hmm. or be fired. So I was like, well, why, why, what's this? You know, and there were some people in the company, way higher up, VPs, mm -hmm. that I was real close with. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to them. I said, hey, this, these lower guys are telling me that he's um, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Is that what you want? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they would respond with answers like, you're just going to have to do whatever your manager says. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So really what that means is they've already given the green light. Yeah. The people who you love and trust has given the green light mm. to dismiss you. Yeah. Now, they, looking back, looking back, mm -hmm. I wasn't a right fit. Mm -hmm. And they knew that. And there was no easy way to explain that to me. Yeah. Because I couldn't see that. At that time. Right. I was the right fit, according to me. Mm -hmm. So, I got, I went to a funk. So, I was like, all right. I went home. And for like literally at least three days, mm -hmm. I sat on my couch and I listened to a lot of good music. Just all day long. I didn't know what else to do. Was part. And I was, you know, <laughs> eating, you know, my normal food. I wasn't I was very skinny back then. 128 pounds, soaking wet. I was a little runt. Mm -hmm. And um, just sitting, meditating, listening to music, and becoming angry every day and I was like man I don't know what to do reading my Bible I came across this verse bless those that hurt you and despitefully use you mm. bless those that hurt you and despitefully use you mm. and I started thinking these guys hurt me yeah but you have to bless them and then they kept my treasure chest yeah. So I saved up like 20 grand to live off of. Yeah. And they said, according to the law of our policies, we keep all that money. Mm. I said, you, you fired me, but yeah, you don't give me my money back. Mm -hmm. I worked for that. Yeah. They kept it. Now I'm mm. Not only did they fire me, which I, I thankfully resigned, mm -hmm. but they kept that money. And that was, I thought, ethically wrong. Yeah. So. Then I found that verse. Mm. So this is what I did. I said, all right, Lord, this person hurt me. I want you to bless that person's life. 
I want you to give good things to them. Lord, give them good physical things. Bless their family, bless their home, and give them things that would just bless them. Mm -hmm. And give them physical good things. That's my prayer. Mm -hmm. Every day. For the next, like, three months. Because I was consumed with anger mm -hmm. and bitterness. Mm -hmm. I hated people. Yeah, God, God and the ministry. You. Yeah, God help you. With Here's that. a young person going in the ministry, and now it's take the vision is taken off. His eyes is taken off the vision. Satan is using this big time. It's different. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bless those that hurt me. Mm -hmm. You know what started happening? Not only did God bless them, I started getting blessed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I started Youth Action Ministries. Mm-hmm. And I started, you know, I had fuel and passion that you would not believe, brother. They give you more passion than Dude, yeah. I went deep. Yeah. Yeah. And I started raising that money. I'm, all those people that gave, I'm giving that back to me. Mm -hmm. And not to me personally, but to our ministry. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, praying to bless them. And I had joy. I had peace. When their name came up, those people came up, no anger. I was set free. Satan tried to hurt me mm -hmm. with bitterness, and I was set free. Mm. And I was blessed. That's when I learned that when people hurt you, God's going to bless you, mm -hmm. and you can overcome that, and you can look at problems with confidence and joy and overcome the wickedness that hurts you. Yeah, because it said, you know, trust in the Lord and know that He loves you, and remember that all things work together for good. For good. Mm -hmm. Often. And I couldn't see that. <laughs> but I had to believe right. that that was going to happen. But let me ask you a question. So if you God didn't show you that vision from that verse, you wouldn't have been like that. That's I the, had to go to the Word. That's, that's the key. Because a lot of people like you have been hurt in the past. Don't look at God's Word. Yeah, and, and, and we got to remember in life when everyone else, when everyone else abandons you, you know that God will never leave you. Yeah. Not forsake you. So I'm in the ministry preaching. Ten, twenty, three years later. Um, I'm working in my ministry as an evangelist, and I'm working with another organization that's mentoring me. Mm -hmm. And I want to separate from that organization. And I thought I would separate with blessing. And there was blessing in the sense of, you know, acknowledging that you want to separate. Mm -hmm. But I wanted them to financially stand behind me. And they did for like five years, but then they let that go. And it was nice for the five years. So I did like 27 years. Mm -hmm. But when they let me go, and, and they didn't really give an answer. But, you know, it was just like, hey, you know, financially we're not going to be able to help you. Yeah, God but they were saying something. God made that possible for you to have another opportunity somewhere you can thrive. Dude, it was 2008. Mm -hmm. And I was going down to the food line to get food. I ran out of money. And, you know, that's when I started realizing I needed to get some secular work. And I became a uh, referee. Mm -hmm. I still don't know how to referee correctly, but I became a referee. And that helped me. But I, there was a three-year period there. I was so broke. 
but I wanted to stay in my visions, in my ministry, and in what I was, I was committed to doing what I was doing. And I, I cashed out all my savings. I didn't have a dime in my name by that time that three years was done before I got into a little bit of secular work. And it took like six years to make up that money. Six years of trying to raise support. Not weeks, months, years. Mm -hmm. And, but you know, if you're faithful and don't become angry, you know, another organization left me. And I thought we would have a closer connection, but it wasn't the Lord's will. And I didn't become bitter. I already went through all that of not being bitter 20-some years ago. Mm -hmm. But then it happened again. And it's not like you go through a test and you're never going to have that test again. Mm. You, get, you go through a test, you may pass that test, and you're going to get that test again. Or another one. Yeah. We're always going through a test. Similar. Our ones, we are going through one or one, you know, about to come. Right, <laughs> and that's that verse. And, and it's the, and it's the, it, you know, it's the way of life. That's you what know? it says in James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brother, when you are involved in various trials. Mm -hmm. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Yes. But you that must... But you must let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. And sometimes you go through these tests with your work of abandonment. To be fair, mm -hmm. they were right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They set me off on a pattern. And look where you are. That was tremendous. Now, I'll tell you, another thing happened. But they got After I left them, Colin, yeah. my church said to me, you either do what they say to do or we're leaving you. Because they wanted me to take on this, this associate pastor job. And I said, I'm, not, I'm an evangelist. I'm not taking on the associate pastor job. And my church actually said to me, we're going to have to leave you. Mm. My church kicked me out and excommunicated me. Yeah. And so I got, That's crazy, I got left out from this organization. My church crazy. left me. And, so, I said, and I said to myself, my church is wrong. This organization hurt me. I said, bless those that hurt you. I started youth action, and I was like, Lord, I need to find a good church. And I went down this church, Calvary Independent Baptist Church, and they loved me. Well, God called you. And so they brought me in. So I had to find a good church. That church that rejected me, about three, four years later, they took, they were right, they took me back home for support. You got bent. So they all came back. But that's but but that's what, bend, but he got no. split. But but sometimes when we think it's a bad thing, just like we say, God make everything work together for good. Yeah. So that preparation that Tony got mm -hmm. and the abandonment that he got push him into his youth ministry. Mm -hmm. Because if, if 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 he had been settled in the job, in that job, that position, then his ministry wouldn't start. He he got a good point. You know what I mean? Sometimes, so, we, so sometimes we get sometimes we get upset. And I couldn't see anything. Because a lot of times we get upset yeah, when yeah. God is putting us to a trial. Yeah. When God is molding us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because molding you come with a hurt sometimes. You know? Molding you come with a little pain sometimes. And when you're going through it, you won't see it. Yeah. But then the outcome, when you remember like what made me take on this ministry? It was because of an abandonment. Passion. 
somebody push you out, and now your passion grow. You, you guys, you know, my, you know, you know, my wife did when all that happened. Yeah, she just stood by my side in quietness, yeah. and meekness, and, and just she never said you're doing the right thing. She mm -hmm. never said you're doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. She just was there mm. to encourage me. But one of the things that we, we have to always remember, and we're talking about abandonment, we're talking about um, spiritual abandonment, we're talking about physical abandonment, uh, your parents leave, uh, divorce, and, and, and we talk about all this stuff. The main thing that we're realizing now, older, without God involved in your life, because everybody's going to face it, whether you're whether you're a Christian, whether you're a worldly person, rich person, don't rich, matter. poor, we all face abandonment at some point in our lives. Right. 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 We, we all going to face it. Yeah. Your kids are going to face it. And you know. Yes. In the yes. Day. Yes. At some point in your life, you're going to face it. And the reason why you got to remember, you know, on, on the Passover, when Jesus Christ was coming into Jerusalem, and everybody was singing, Oh, Zana, oh, Zana. Uh, you know, in the highest, mm -hmm. God amongst us. The following week, Good Friday, mm -hmm. the following week, they asked, should we have Jesus or Barbara? Yeah. The people who said they loved <laughs> the, him the same, turned their back on him. The same people last if week. Jesus can experience it. Um, you're going to experience it. Too. That, that's and where, Jesus knows all about that. Yeah, no, all about it. But but let me say this. Since I'm the, the young <laughs> youngster out here, let me say this. Uh, Jesus knows all about come, it. Knows hey, all about it. But, but God, how come? And, and everybody that's out there, that even young people, Caleb behind the camera, they all know this, right? Like, I'm like, there'll be people to minister with you. Then you have, and when you talk to a secular person that work a circular job, they haven't had that. They don't have those kind of issues sometimes. You know why? Well, well I'm not saying all the time. I know people that been on a Consistent basis, and they've been supported by the higher ups, or or when they get closer, higher ups. But I think it's Satan trying to attack. Oh, this guy's doing too much. Oh good. yeah, Satan wants to use it. Yeah, he's doing mm -hmm. too much good. We gotta knock him off. So he might use one of our people that we trust, or people that we know, to try to put us through those situations, abandon us, and be like, boom, I got you. What is he gonna do? Listen, with that? you gotta remember your best friends. They can only love you so much. And you're we already went through that. I got <laughs> friends that are close to me. Yeah. But if, if I push the wrong buttons, I can I can chase them away. Yeah. But we, we, we always got always remember that perfect love only come from God. That's right. Your mother can't love you the way God loves you. Right. Your father can't love yeah. you. Your friend can't love you. That's right. Only perfect love yeah. is from Christ Jesus. Right. We're all human. You know, and sometimes we look for that in someone else. Yeah. I, and you can never find that. Before you go. And you make a mistake if you put too much trust in that. But in that, yes. What Colin said, I'm glad Colin's back, man. But what he says makes sense because I've been doing that for years. Yeah. And now I'm like, I can't. And you have to build I your I life. Can't. I cannot to trust point, people. You're just 
trusting yeah, Jesus. I, I, yeah, I can't if, trust people. If 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 anyone, people. if anyone can search the scripture, the Holy Bible, and if you can find anywhere in scripture where it says, trust your mother, trust your father, trust a friend, trust your job. Mm-hmm. You can't find it there. But your trust is in Jesus Christ. Yeah, and if Judas can deny Jesus, right? That's that's powerful right there. That's the <laughs> that's that's what the Bible teaches us. Yeah. So if your if your father forsake you and your mother forsake you, why the Bible say your mother? How can a mother forsake you? How can a father forsake you? Because there's only one true pure love, and you find that only in Jesus Christ. Oh. Yes, only in oh, Jesus that's Christ. That's internal. That's yes. facts right there. At any time. That's, at any time. That's facts right there. No one can love me like Jesus. And that's, that's not coming from a friend or man. Oh, no. I have great trust in my friend. Yes. Probably to a point of fault. But I ultimately know we're all human. Yeah. And because I know we're all human, I know that person's trust. Can only go so far. Yes. So now I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you guys. Yeah, I'm glad you guys said that. But that way, I don't, because I don't I've been because I've been through so much pressure closer. It's hard for me to trust even people now. Man. And that's why we get we get so much we get hurt so bad when you put like, when you put about? when you put that trust maybe in your job, maybe in a relationship. Because remember, God is not remember, remember we serve a jealous God. Mm-hmm. And you don't deserve Christ if there's anything that you love more than God, mm-hmm. than him. You can't love your kid more than you love God. You can't love your wife more than you love what? Love God. There is nothing that you should love more than God. It is, you, you got because all things were given to us by who? God. By him. You, 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 think, <laughs> you think Satan used abandonment or used our, our spirituality? Like, you know, if we're on our, on our job spiritually, you think he used this thing against us to, to make it discourage everybody out there? Well, Satan is absolutely using tools to hurt us. Yeah, he's the master. He's a deceiver. I mean, if we're not wise to his plans... These are just simple things that he's bringing in people's lives to hurt them. Yeah, I'm Being fired from a job. That's not a simple thing, but when you put it in big picture, that's just a stepping stone. What I, I, I'm saying here is, I'm like, wait a minute. Then I might be doing something wrong because last time I checked, I dedicated my life to God, and this has happened to me. You know, you ask yourself that question all the time. You know, I ask myself, it's like, wait a minute. Mm. Why me, man? But we got it. We so that. I was like, yeah. it gave me mad power. Mm-hmm. No. You know what? Then don't be involved then. Yeah, no. Then, then I'm, I'm going to go to her somewhere, you know, secular. If they do that to me or some somebody secular that hurt me, and I'd be like, okay, I know that was, you know what I mean? Yeah, but when you, so, when, you see, you see when, you, when, you, when you have a relationship with God, Mm-hmm. And this is what we have to remember. When we have a relationship with God, 
He gave us a joy. Joy is something that, not happiness, joy. Because happiness, happiness based on the situation that you're going through. Mm -hmm. You may win a game, and you know, you had a final, a championship, and you won, and you're happy. When, when it's all over, that happiness is gone. Mm -hmm. But joy, constant joy, when you when you find Christ and you have and you have Jesus Christ inside your heart and you truly accept it, mm -hmm. joy stays with you. Doesn't matter your circumstances, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, because you know that whatever it is, He's going to bring you through it. When it at times when it just happened, the human nature let us fear sometimes, worry, but then when I remember. Christ and, 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 and what he has done for me already in my life. I know that I could trust him to bring me through this one. So it's just like in, just like in school. When you leave from one grade to the next grade, they may have an exam. It's the same way our Christian life is built. Mm -hmm. You're going to go through tests. Mm -hmm. You know, the devil is going to say to, to, to God, he's going to he go to and fro. Hey, look at Pat. You think he really loves you? Mm -hmm. Let me put this in his life. No, yeah. <laughs> let me let him miss a meal tonight and see how much he loves you. Yeah. Let, let that pretty car that he had, let, 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 let somebody hit it. Yeah. And see if he still said, I love the Lord. So we're going to go through difficult times. We're going to go through trials and tribulation. I know that today, Christianity, when you listen on the radio or you listen on TV, it's about prosperity and God is going to let you live well and God is going to let you live good. But it's not so no. in the Bible. In the Bible, it tells you, for those who call upon my name, you will go through trials and tribulation just because you say the name Jesus. Temptation. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because you got to remember. And you just let it go. Remember, no. You're not going to get it. Remember that when you know the Lord and you know his promises and you know the word, you know, we remind God of his promises sometimes, you know, um, and, and uh, back in the Old Testament, you will see that uh, Moses, at a time when God got angry and was going to destroy his people. And Moses said, God, remember, it was you who brought us. You are going to let a nation say, you take us out of Egypt. Okay. He brought us out here to destroy us. And he struck the rock. So, when you remember God's promises, and sometimes you're going through stuff and you feel abandonment, mm -hmm. you got to remember God. I remember your promise, God. Mm -hmm. You promised that you would never forsake me nor leave me alone. You know, you promised that even if I go through the, 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 the valley of the shadow of death, I should fear no evil. I fear no evil for thou art with me. So whether you're a Christian or you're a non-believer, at times you're going to feel like, where is God? Sometimes we, we all feel like sometimes we're not spiritually connected. Mm -hmm. But that's when you reach out. That's when you build your prior life. Mm -hmm. and talk to God and let him know your trouble because he said I'm always with you yeah. even mm -hmm. in the valley of the shadow of death so God is always with us even if he's silent but he's there and he's always waiting to hear from us uh, yeah. you see that's the thing 
the thing about not being abandoned and understanding the power that God has for you is first, the first thing a person needs to do is to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And then, how do we do that? By faith, unseen trust in the Lord Jesus Christ that He died on the cross, shed His blood for our sins, rose again from the grave, proven He is God. And when we invite the Lord Jesus Christ to come into our lives, He will save us, He'll cleanse us of our sin, He'll set us on the road that has only peace on it, and God will come into your life and change you and save you. Friend, I want to encourage you to do that today. If you've never called on the Lord and invited Him to be in your life, I want to invite you today. Would you call on the Lord? You can by simply call on Him. Invite Him in your life by prayer. I'm going to lead you in a word of prayer. And you call on the Lord right now and tell Him this in your own words. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask that you come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. And save me now. Would you ask that from the Lord? And if you're serious about asking that from God, then God's serious about coming in your life and saving you today. You tell me in your own words, in Jesus' name, amen. And friend, let us know. Emails, leave a comment. Let us know that you've asked the Lord Jesus to come in your life to save you. Well, Brother Colin, thank you so much for those words. And yeah. Coach Pat, you're always an encouragement to us and all the young people that are listening and young adults that are listening. We just want to be an encouragement to you today. We want to give you instruction on how to overcome the, the wiles of abandonment and how Satan uses it to hurt us. But God can strengthen us through it. So sometimes we have to look at abandonment as a tool to build us for even greater things to serve the Lord. And so I want to encourage you to look to the Lord and His strength and His wisdom. Check it out. Leave a comment. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to our podcast. I just want to say thank you for listening and watching. Thank you. God bless you. Talk to you soon. God loves you. God loves you. Peace and love.